Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Couple pieces of housekeeping, Albie. Housekeeping. Are you afraid I'm going to go there? No. So listen to this. You know my friends, uh, Josh and Jason. Mm-hmm. Both friends, both close to the show. Listen to this. This is a controversy of controversies. It is? Yes. Okay. Today, Josh is overseas somewhere. Okay. And so he's um, reading. Um, he's taking pictures. Uh, in Italy or something, of like uh, Michelangelo stuff and all these. He's in some beautiful place. I'm taking all these okay. pictures. So and, and he's texting them. We're on a text thread, but about okay. six of us. And so, so he's like, I could tell it's real time. He's doing this while the text thread is happening. This is during my show because I can see all the pictures that he's sending. It's a little, little hide box at the top of the screen. You can see what that he's t- texting. Mm-hmm. It's some beautiful stuff. Obviously, having a great time in the lap of luxury somewhere. So I get this thing from Substack saying that he's unsubscribed to Substack, which blew me away as bizarre because not that he unsubscribed because come on, <laughs> but because. Because I thought he like, was in the middle of the yeah, thread like with who you? looks like well no, no who like looks at all a masterpiece a masterpiece a masterpiece contemplate the statue of David the Sistine Chapel um, uh, unsubscribe <laughs> you know the uh, to this scam substack unsubscribe to the next masterpiece to the next masterpiece and thought like who thinks like that okay. what an interesting way to think um, and then I. I, and I said, I can't believe you you so unsubscribed in Italy. Like, how dare you go you overseas? Yes, I said okay. on the text, right? I said, how dare you go overseas to unsubscribe? To Lynn, listen, this is the this is the the thing. Okay. To which he said, I didn't. 
I said, well, 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 maybe not Josh, Jason. And I pasted in the stuff and there he is. It was actually Jason who stateside. Now Josh has actually got bought the Substack premium thing and actually spent moolah. But a two Jason stabs me in the back from nowhere. It wasn't, I falsely accused his brother. He let his brother take the fall, by the way. Take the hit, <laughs> Didn't, did, not, did not deny. Until I brought the, until they brought the uh, proof. And now it's him. We've busted him. Okay. He supports us on Patreon. Now Josh though. said, I'm great, gonna- you automatically think it's me. I'm the dependable brother, which is right, Josh. And full, full um, apologies from Burn Barrel Inc., uh, you will get a, a token of our appreciation for your loyalty. Jason supports the show and on then Jason, Patreon. Jason now, tail between his legs, caught red-handed. <laughs> caught red-handed says, what? <clears throat> I still subscribe to the Patreon. And then he goes, and this is where it gets pathetic. Outpour the excuses. It's Putin's fault. It's because of the pandemic. The gas station owners, it's their fault. If we just didn't have this radicalized SCOTUS... I'd be able to subscribe. <clears throat> so there you go. So I've resolved, Alice, out of mm-hmm. because I have a, what's called a Christian heart. Okay. We are going to send him a free subscription anyway. And we should send them to Josh, too. Do we have any more of those? It's uh, not a good yeah. way to think. Okay. Well, anyway. So we're going to show that they we're... They spent a lot of money We're going to show, show, yes. They are. I and think. they're actually also our friends. And it's and I'm sure that, that, that neither of them really want to be subscribing to this stuff. <clears throat> but the Substack, well, oh, but by the way, okay. notice Jason dropped Substack. Right when I wrote. Right piece. when you wrote mm-hmm. one. It's my fault. Absolutely. If he, this isn't uh, Jason Kavanaugh, I don't know what it is. Absolutely. The patriarchy. I'm not reading this woman's wisdom. Oh. Yeah. So there you go. Yep, there you go. So the other thing is, so so that has been, that has been um, dealt with. The other thing is, listening to the commentary podcast today, listen to this, Alice. John Podoritz just got done dropping, uh, go visiting his son at day camp. Okay. And I think his sons are about the rage of our son. When he arrived, his son burst into tears that Podoritz wasn't taking him home. Really? Yes. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Pud Horitz himself talks about having a hellish time at day camp as a boy. Day camp or sleepaway camp? Sleepaway camp. Damn key. I'm, day I'm sorry. camp means you don't I'm sleep I'm sorry. There. I meant sleepaway. Yeah. So isn't that interesting? So my, my worries and concerns were accurate. We're fine. <laughs> Just not for our kid who no. was happy to be anywhere but at our house, which I think says a lot about the yeah, environment totally we've sense. cultivated here. None of us wanted to go home when we were at that, uh, at that camp. Okay. So... Uh, uh, what? Uh, Are you okay? Yes, I'm trying to find a way. Um, I'm trying to find a way without um, huffing WD-40 to get through what happened with AOC and Ilhan Omar <laughs> and Ayanna Presley today. And Catherine Clark. And Catherine Clark. Who <laughs> is such a... She always has to be in the mix of things. So... Each of them showed up, and certainly AOC and Ilhan Omar showed up at the Supreme Court for a little 
absolutely not a photo op, but a protest. They were they were very they important. Blocked protest. the street, and so the cops gave them three warnings, and then said, "If one, if you don't move, then we're going to have to arrest you." <laughs> so, at which point they immediately stood up, put their hands behind their backs, mm-hmm. <laughs> and pretended that they were cuffed behind their backs as they were walking, some of them unescorted, walking towards the arrest area. They pretended with their hands behind their backs that they were cuffed (laughs) so that the pictures from the back would look like they were cuffed. 15 feet down the walkway, they then gave the power, black power sign, whatever it is, fist in the air sign for other people, photogs. Right, but like serious news organizations took this as... An arrest, right? Like, oh yes, or, or, ABC tweeted out photos of that, that picture as if they'd been cuffed. Now I understand they they were arrested, right? I mean, or or given a summons, summarily whatever. arrested. Okay. They were arrested, processed, and like go. I assume that right. nobody's going to file charges. Right, against they were brought them. into the Capitol Police, you know, which is right next to their office, and then right. So they 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 pretended hands behind your back that. That they were cuffed, but still then did the the power fist thing. So this is my this is my feeling about this. There was a time. Oh, and by the way, and this is why we've got a problemo here. So there was a time when when you. You couldn't do something like that because it was such poor sportsmanship and fake and you were busted that it's just too ridiculous. I know. It's embarrassing. It should be embarrassing. But this is like the same group of people. I mean, I don't know if it was them in particular, but remember when they sat on the floor of the house? No, 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 no. no. This is nothing like anything that's ever happened before. This is pretending. (laughs) Pretending to be handcuffed. (laughs) And then, like you said, the press t- took pictures and went off and the other viewers. They're pretending to be handcuffed. They weren't. They're pretending to be in bondage by authority figures for heroically standing up for something, which is blocking a fake walkway in front of the Supreme Court. This is all fake. Now, you would at least, you would be seen when I was 30 years old as a effing coward and poser if you were pretending to be arrested and you weren't arrested, <laughs> pretending to be cuffed. You can't pretend that. You the ridicule would be endless. It would be endless from you, your friends. They would also that is effing you can't ever get that back. It's such holding it's your so, hands behind your back. It's such poor sportsmanship. It's so petty and ridiculous and so fake and so just pussyish. It's so ridiculous that it is an utter disgrace. It's the worst thing. I told you about my friend Chad who got punched in the, in the <laughs> yes. leg in yes. Hoback in seventh grade who mm-hmm. never showed up again. This is like Chad showing up the next day. And if people don't remember, he got punched in the leg and then screamed and they had a crying fit and then left the school that day and never came back. So because rightfully he knew that he had shamed himself, that he had embarrassed himself in ways that were not recoverable in 1985. So he went away, which he should have. If he had come back the next day and been like, yeah, I'm the coolest in the school. Yeah, I'm t- whatever. If he come back the next day at all, he would have been tarred and feathered. But if he had come back the day and acted as if he was some kind of hero. Tough guy, or, yeah, 
He would have been laughed uproariously by the children and the adults right out of the school. <laughs> but that's the thing is, like, they are acting like that. They all had, like, teams of their comms people ready to go tweeting out, um, you know, how they were arrested doing a nonviolent act of civil disobedience and all this stuff, like their MLK or something. And all these, they're like, they're important civil rights protesters. So Catherine Clark tweeted. Alice, hold on. This, okay. is, this is the problem with this. On one of the threads, somebody says, AOC was arrested, must have broken out of her cuffs. Somebody's joking, which is what you should do, of course. And a bunch of people said the same thing. To which yeah. this person, Rosella de la Scream, says, or, and hear me out on this, the cops ordered them to put their hands behind their back, and that's how people hold their hands behind their back after being ordered by the police to put their hands behind their back. And then somebody replied, somebody replied, that's why she pulled her hand up in a fist at the end of the video, because the police also said to do that. It's like a big <laughs> game of Siam, it says. <laughs> to which this lady, Rosalia, goes back, or she was compliant with the officer's orders until she wasn't. Is it really that hard to imagine that Congress people get special kid gloves treatment by police officers when arrested on a minor charge? Then somebody agrees with her. The point is not to comply with police orders. Or maybe they don't agree with her. And then somebody notices that the shirt, that they're all wearing jackets. I thought it was hot in D.C., they said. But of course, they're about to be back in the air conditioning, and they know it. <laughs> so I think this lady comes back again one more time. S somebody says, um, um, maybe all the officers wanted to date them. <laughs> somebody else says, uh, they should have yelled, I can't breathe. And then, and then, wait a second, it's not, we're almost there. It's like some comments have been moved down. And then, essentially, she says, because I can't find it, because it's a too many things. Essentially, she says, this woman who's been defending them, um, I'm not going to continue talking to conspiracy theorists. <laughs> so you're the conspiracy theorist if you think that it was fake because they weren't really cuffed, but they, but, but, so that's where we are now. So. I mean, what's a conspiracy theory? I don't. <laughs> your conspiracy theorist, if you don't think everything that happened was on the up and up, the cop said, put your hands behind the back. They were really planning to block the road indefinitely until the cops made so why didn't they just comply with what the police told them to do the first three times they told them to get out of the road how about that so Catherine clark tweeted this is my favorite out of the whole thing uh the extremist republicans are determined to take us back in time and take away our rights they can arrest me but we won't allow them to arrest freedom <laughs> what does that even Unfortunately, mean? Unfortunately, Alice, there's a bunch of people in this town, the town over in Melrose and West Hartford, who say, you know what, that's right. Who just, who don't care to think this through, but will just say, oh, you know what, that's right. Arrested abortion, see? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Amy says, I'm so proud you're my congresswoman. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Thank you for fighting. We appreciate you. And then the next person has a John Lewis gif that says, never ever be afraid to make some noise and get in good trouble. Necessary trouble. Thank you. Proud of our congressman. No one is making fun of her on this. 
It must just be because she's not quite as famous as like AOC and Ilan Omar and those people. So it's like most of the people following her dumb tweets on Twitter like actually think she's awesome. But people should pay attention to her. Yeah. She's probably going to be the next Democratic Speaker of the House after Pelosi. Right. 2026. Mm-mm. Maybe not even. I don't know. Not if the Dems keep up the way they're going. It could be a while. But she's definitely positioned to do it. She's like right there with Pelosi. She's the assistant speaker. So the, the the problem is here is that we're at record dumb, and there needs to be some kind of reckoning. You can't just have everything be this stupid. You can't. Do you have the audio of Ayana being arrested? No, I sent it to oh, you. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, hold on, Phil. At three fifty eight p.m. No, yeah, they're trying to think they're really doing something here. It's incredible because they're, and it's amazing to me that like people buy into it. These people don't need to protest. They're the Congress people. You know what I mean? Like they are the people in charge. The protests are supposed to be trying to get their attention, right? Like this isn't how this works, actually. So I don't understand what the point is of Congress people going out and like trying John to block the road. John Ward just texted you and I tweeted you and I, Alice. You may be interested in this. Okay, so let me find this here. I'm, it's a direct message. Sorry about that. Okay, yes, I see that. Indeed. Are uh, you going to cover that later in the show? Or? I will. Um, yeah. It's not Ilhan Omar. It's, no, it's Ayanna Presley. Is it one of those? It's a video right above that. It looks like oh, there Ayanna we go. Presley. Here we go. You can see yep. it. Yeah, that's Shut it down. There's got to be unrest in the streets, honey, as long as Ayana has unrest in her heart. I love that her comms person is right, walking right next to them. <laughs> the fa- the This dastardly December 7th-like attack from my former friend John <laughs> Ward, you can follow him on, on Twitter, um, makes this a point. Well, though, tries to the, the, cast this particular aspersion. He says, it just hit me. The original AOC, Tom Shattuck. Tom demanded to be arrested and then made a big deal about it at Jimmy's New Year's party on Dean Road. <laughs> this has been a piece of scurrilous, venomous, Alice, putrid <laughs> gossip that has been allowed to spread since 1989 when I was just 16 years old. Mm-hmm. That is not what happened. <laughs> That's not what I heard. That is incorrect. What happened was the police, by the way, this is George Herbert Walker Bush that caused this because he decided it was going to be a zero po- zero tolerance policy on drugs and alcohol. So then the Winchester police told all of us during the assembly that they weren't messing around anymore. And then my brother, I, it was my idea Although I had no friends, so I didn't. I had no. <laughs> you I had couldn't no promotion. implement it. Yes, but my brother was a guy who threw some parties, and he was very popular. So I, I said, let's throw a New Year's party, Jimmy. Let's throw a New Year's party. Because you had no parents home. No. Yep. My, my my dad owned the house at that point, and he was out in probably Washington D.C. lobbying, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, my brother says, "Oh, fine, whatever." And I'm like, "Oh, great!" And I don't know. We probably went dro- called some people, went to White Hand, a few talked to people, White Hand pantry was the parking lot where you would go that was the internet back then to communicate <laughs> and so we told everybody and it and then we had this huge 
it, it, it started, it turned into a huge raging blast kegger party with all the idiocy of 1980s, you know, people driving like in the neighbor's Like 16 candles? Yes, yes. A lot of people driving in the neighbor's grass. And I remember one time one, uh, one kid making out with a girl in my dad's room, like on his bed, like damn close to trying to score. And I like went in there and said, hey, can you? And the kid kicked the door <laughs> closed on my face. I was outranked in my own house. But um, but it, so it was a huge raging party. And then the cops, of course, showed up. And they said, who owns this house and this and that? And they saw all the beer and all the, and everybody. And so they um, they they eventually, outside, they arrest my brother. And they say, they say okay, and you, you're are you who you are? And I said, I'm Tom Shattuck. They say, and do you, are you in possession of this house as well? This is your house? And, and I said, yes. And people considered that. Begging to be begging arrested. To be arrested. Now it is true. I was n- never more thrilled than when they said, "Okay, you're under arrest," and then cuffed me. And then my friend Keith, this was such a dream come true. My friend Keith, Alice, this was everything. My friend Keith then <clears throat> had a camera and was taking pictures of me being arrested. This was wonderful. I was wearing a, a gray shirt, button-down shirt with gingham check. It was very uncomfortable, scratchy thing. And I, all these pictures of me being arrested. He's doing it. And the cops are now chasing him around the car and around where around his house. Mm-hmm. And it's fantastic. And so I we get arrested. We go in there. I get. To, I was a juvenile there. I was juvenile case 0001 of 1990 or 19, whatever it was, because it was just after midnight. Oh. So, so... I, so I get arrested. I'm in the squad car. Everything is fantastic. I get my own, my own, <laughs> I get my own uh, uh, cell because I was in juvenile. My brother had a cell with, um, with some like a violent dude who was like, <laughs> out, like tweaking on meth who wanted him dead. But oh, I was, I had a blast. Oh, all the, all the, the theatrics from girls watching. Oh, Tom, I'm so, you're so sorry. Whatever. Oh, I was in my glory. So then we went to, we went to. Um, so then, eventually, they got in touch with my mother, and and um, it's so funny when they got when my mother later. later. What do you who does he have? Oh, T. We'll do it later. T. So so then, um, so they bring me out to, out of the cell, which I didn't want to leave, and into like the like sergeant's room or whatever, and then they bring my mother in, and so, and so she's now putting on an act. Like, oh, I can't believe that you were there. I am so embarrassed and disgusted that you would do this. And I was like, like Mom, can we just go? And then they they uh, produce the evidence from me, all my possessions. They give them to my mother. Mm-hmm. So, And this is so perfect. This is perfect. Because one of the things they took from me from off my person from evidence was a half a pack of cigarettes. My mother oh. exploded on me <laughs> in that room, possibly slapped me in front of the officer to put on a show because we're in Winchester, Massachusetts. That, that I, she's embarrassed that you smoke. That I smoke, exactly. So I have to go through this. This, this. These theatrics are happening. Oh, God, it was such a great night. And then um, and then, a bunch of the girls who were all Jimmy's friends, because once again, I had one, I used to have one friend, who used to be called John Ward, who's dead to me now, of course, who, uh, but Jimmy had all sorts of girlfriends, and they were up all night cleaning the house for us. And, like, it was never that clean. My dad had got home the next day. He must He have knew been, something was yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> I think he knew anyway. He had an idea. He might have called the cops. Who knows? But anyway, and then I went to school that Monday and, or Tuesday, whatever, and oh, the hugs I got from girls who would never have said hi to me ever, 
And then the shelf life on that thing sputtered away in about a uh, week because they started arresting other people too. So oh. we were no longer, which is terrible. They started arresting other people. Like uh, I could, I, I won't name them, but until they started arresting people, Alice, ready? Mm-hmm. Until they started arresting people from the other side of town, the rich side of town, the Lexington side of town, mm. like Kirk Minahan, Kirk Minahan side of town. <laughs> And once they started doing that, the don't out so the sorry the, the um, zero tolerance policy for the police came to an abrupt end, and they stopped arresting people. There stopped being a zero tolerance. That's policy. correct. So that is what happened there. I, I was not. I was certainly, I was heroically arrested, much like my friend at AOC. Although I was actually, actually cuffed. As a matter of fact, I will have yeah, you. Yeah, know. I you put yourself in the position in the right time in the right place, and you work actually cuffed congratulations i was not going to let my brother (laughs) they can arrest me alice they can't arrest freedom itself that's what i said (laughs) how is it possible Catherine clark says things that are that idiotic and she's the assistant speaker of the house of representatives of the united states uh i don't know else because we're at a really stupid time (sighs) a really stupid time uh okay so, anything more to say on that, or should we move on? We can move on. Go for it. All right. Well, you're kind of, uh, you've got a bee in your bonnet there. What are you doing? What are you looking at? What are you thinking? Nothing. I'm just looking to see if anything important's going on. Kamala Harris says uh, that not allowing her to get an abortion is like slavery. <laughs> it's interesting. So much stuff is like slavery. Yeah. She says uh, that the... The recent Supreme Court ruling uh, is part of our, our our country has a history of claiming ownership over human bodies, she said. Uh, okay, of course it is. Alice, by the way, uh, the Winchester Community Group, from whence I was extracted mm-hmm. by the state authoritarians in, in yeah. January 1st, 1989, um... I just wanted, this is a quick quiz for you, because this is a, a post on there by a woman named Allison. I don't, I don't know her. Okay. She says, we need your help. At about 10.50 a.m. on Saturday on Dartmouth Street, rich side of town, our dog Murphy was attacked in our own yard while on a leash held by my husband by a yellow, brown, black, labish, one more type of dog. Pitbullish? Correct. <laughs> Mix. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What looks like, how? what's a black lab pit bull mix? Mm-hmm. Just, it's a pit Is bull. it mostly right. just a dark colored pit bull? The part of bull. the dog that went and attacked Murphy was the pit bull. So that's all we need to know, okay? 
I just wanted to bring that up. Gave you a chance to uh, to answer that uh, that uh, query. Now, the other thing that's going on is, I mean, do we care about the Biden climate stuff? Um, not that much. They're trying to push the climate stuff because Prince Harry and all this is saying. Oh, Prince Harry weighed in on abortion too. Did you? Oh, was that that? abortion? I thought it was. Um, I thought it was. No, he's weighing in on abortion. Uh, I'm because of course he is. He's so. His cojones are in a jar (laughs) with a psycho woman. So I've. He is. I don't want to see like this is a poor, wretched excuse relic of a person. And I feel bad for him. I can't watch him. It's like watching ISIS footage when I see him. It's like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, he said that the rolling back of the constitutional rights in the United States is a part of a global assault on democracy and freedom. So just like what Putin's doing in Ukraine, like bombing Mm -hmm. civilians and stuff, that's what it is when the Supreme Court says you can't kill your children. That's, Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's a rolling back of constitutional rights. But that's kind of... You know, we've talked about this in the past a little bit, but that's what it does when you don't say that you're at war with, like, a particular group of people when you say that you're at war war with, like, an idea, which is not what it is. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't go to war in World War II, like, against authoritarianism, because later in the war, we were allied with Stalin, right? Like, he's not... He's just as authoritarian as anybody else. It's not, it wasn't like some principled thing, like we're going to only work with people. We didn't go to war against in some like abstract idea of Nazism. We went to war with the exact people who were like rolling panzers across Europe, right? Mm-hmm. There, it, it was like with specific people who were doing specific things. And in my view, really, like we had the same kind of problem with like the global war on terror. And this was, I mean, I think part of the reason that this happened is that this was sort of an out um, for like Bush and and people who wanted to, you know, avenge 9-11, but not say that they were going to war with like Islamic groups or Islamic fundamentalists or something like that is we went with this like global war on terror stuff, right? But it wasn't a war on terror, right? Because we have a a totally long history in the Middle East of like picking sides between group two groups that use terror on each other all the time, right? Like that's why we initially armed people in Afghanistan that we later regretted arming and all this stuff, right? Like the the problem is that we're not clear about what's happening and who we're going to war with. And that's the reason why they can now turn around and use the Patriot Act and terrorism laws and all this Department of Homeland Security stuff to go after like parents at school board meetings who get rowdy because they've said they didn't say, you know, they were doing this stuff to find like jihadists who were trying to blow up planes. They decided to go more abstract because that was like mean and might offend people or something. Right. So they decided to go for like, no, we're in a war on terrorism itself as a concept Mm -hmm. like which we're obviously not at war with amorphous terrorism like in iraq and afghanistan we were at wars with specific groups of people who did specific things or who were involved in specific groups who were committing certain atrocities at Mm -hmm. that time right but now they're doing the same thing i mean like it goes back biden gave a speech a while ago it was that i forgot what it was even about but it was at that press conference that they made that big deal that we're like it's his first press conference where he'll be taking questions. Do you remember? And he had all those oh, notes. God. Um, 
But he like made this big point about how saying like that the conflict of our century is this conflict between uh, democracy and authoritarianism, democracy and, you know, and whatever like Putin is supposed to be right and now like they and the problem is when you do these abstract things is you can fit anything into it so like your political opponents can be cast as like literally Putin invading Ukraine if like you don't like the laws that they vote for in their state about abortion even though that's like as democratic as it comes it makes no sense to say that that's anti-democratic to have like different abortion laws in different states Mm -hmm. it's exactly democratic sure um but the problem is that they're saying that it's like it's an assault on democracy and freedom oh i don't like the voting law you want to pass it's an assault on democracy you're just like putin right so it allows you to take somebody who's clearly bad like putin who's invading a country and killing innocent civilian people and say that your domestic political opponents are part of the same movement, mm-hmm. right? And the left has done the same thing with the infrastructure that Bush set up. And to his credit, Bush never, I don't think, used the global war on terror against, like, random Democrats. Like, I don't think he used the Patriot Act to spy on Democrat political opponents he didn't like to try and ruin them or something, right? I think that's right. I mean, libertarians would still have a lot to say about it. Well, yeah, because he enabled it because he put those laws in place, right? So now you have a situation where Obama has, Mm -hmm. you know, put the, you implemented this against his enemies where, um, where Biden is using this terrorism stuff to against his enemies, where they're all using this stuff to spy on people Mm -hmm. like that. They don't agree with the dossier. Right. And, and it's because these things never were about the particular conflict at the time because nobody would disagree that at the time we needed to fight back against the people who did 9-11, right? But this idea that you can fight a war against terrorism or a war against authoritarianism is a recipe for the state turning those tools against you because authoritarianism is, as you can see right now, a an amorphous term that the left uses however they want to fit you into it. You go to a school board meeting and get upset. You're an authoritarian. You're part of the global movement with Putin. Like, and and that makes no sense. The people at the school board meeting have nothing to do with Putin. But, and you can see it too in the, in the way that the left talks about politics and some people on the right. There are some people on the right, like Nick Fuentes, people like that, who cheerlead for Putin because the left is against him. Of course. But on the left, you see it much more. It's much more mainstream where they fit Trump and Putin and SCOTUS rulings they don't like and everything else about the right in America that they don't like into part of the same movement that's happening it's all on one side trump is on that side desantis Mm -hmm. is on that side they i mean they've tried to smear christina pusha like that ron desantis's press secretary because she's done work i think in georgia i want to say some former soviet countries she's done some stuff but you know working for some people in those countries and so they've tried to smear her as like having something to do with putin because she's worked in some of these former soviet countries of course she was working Mm -hmm. for people who were uh, opponents of Putin who Putin was trying to get rid of but that it doesn't matter to them because Christina Pusha and Putin are part of the same movement in their mind 
Yeah, well, the same people are calling Tulsi Gabbard a Soviet um, asset. They said Tulsi was a Soviet asset a few years ago because she was, you know, not mm-hmm. taking their BS on all of this stuff. Everybody, if you don't tell the party line, you're a Soviet asset, or you're in your when you when you demand that the media, you know, takes a look at Hunter Biden's laptop, that was disinformation, which means you're pushing Russian disinformation. You must be an asset. The whole thing is just gross in a way to get out of debate and to smear people. I mean, that's well, right. I mean, on the innocent side, it's a way to get out of debate. On the more sinister side, it's a way to spy on you and actually ruin right. your life, which is like even more concerning. You know, so when you see people take these these tools that really W is responsible for, right? Like a lot mm-hmm. of these terrorism things, um, then you know, and turn them against fellow Americans, it's very, very concerning. And I think it's concerning that the left is not only doing that, trying to consolidate this narrative of like, oh, it's, quote, our democracy versus authoritarianism. It's January 6th is part of what Putin's doing in Ukraine, this like weird mishmash of stupid stuff. Mm. But it's like all the same. The people who are upset about January 6th have Ukraine flags and they think SCOTUS is, you know, implementing Sharia who knows what they think I don't even know but they're you know they have this mishmash in their head right and then couple that with the left trying to purge the military of what they call like white supremacists or Mm -hmm. people that won't take the vaccine or you know whatever it is there I think that and I think a lot of the stupidity that we see in recruiting videos and a lot of these things even though it's funny obviously we make fun of it I mean, I think there is a darker side to it, which is that I think that the left actually wants to be in charge of the military. They want that as part of their same toolkit that goes with the democracy versus authoritarianism, you know, and I think that we're not that far from a place where they'll look at like protesters, they'll look at school committee meetings and protesters and this stuff as, you know, actually they'll stand up and say, you know, this stuff, like, we can see when these authoritarian impulses, when they go too far, we can see what happens. Look at Ukraine. We have to step in now before it's too late and put a stop to this because these anti-democratic uh, measures, even though nothing is possibly more democratic in the country than showing up at your school committee meeting, but they can use that language and those tools and the military that they will purge everyone from that disagrees with them to to really, like, enforce that. That's a big reason why I think, like, I, I mean, I think we have limited time to get these psychotics out of office and really mm-hmm. do like a big house cleaning in the DOJ and in the Pentagon and in like a lot of these sort of big government agencies that need it, a lot of a haircut. It's, it feels like it took hold so quickly. Well, certainly it... it during Trump, it exposed itself more than usual, but it really makes you want to review all the books. It exposed itself. So I think Trump exposed a lot of it, and I think Biden is solidifying it as an actual fact, but I think a lot of it was sort of a very slow-moving wave that happened without people noticing because a lot of these agencies got so taken over and bloated with people who are career civil servant bureaucrats who are on paper nonpartisan, people like James Comey, people like Robert Mueller, like... These are very, like, staid, solid, civil servant types, right? And, like, they're just 
not where the country is. These are like the definition of coastal elites, right? They have these values. They have these views. They don't really understand people in middle America. We've created a bureaucrat class in D.C., so yeah. of people and like all these institutions have so many of these people working there that really like you know they're not they they don't want to be biased against gay people so it's just a little step to like flying the gay pride flag just a little step to saying we don't want people in here who disagree with this it's just a little step to say you know they all I'm sure love Dr. Fauci they all can't see what the problem is with getting the vaccine they can't mm-hmm. imagine you know they have no They have no connection to the pulse of what's happening in half the country because we've created like this upper class in Washington, D.C. of people that are running all these agencies. And they don't I think they honestly don't feel they're partisan. I think they honestly think they're just trying to be fair. They're good, good, solid people. And like and they're just doing their jobs. They're just here doing their jobs. They're trying to do their best. I think Fauci feels the same way about himself. Well, it's the same. Yes, but it's the same people, you know, who are saying. That if you think AOC was pretending to be handcuffed and then, you know, gave the fist thing, that you're a conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people are just effing nuts. Uh, Biden tomorrow will have an address on climate crisis. He's got an emergency c- climate thing that he's going to do soon, which is which will be a, a horrific thing. He'll probably, <laughs> he'll probably hint at it tomorrow. So we should be watching that. Um, and now I'm going to bring us to the chat chat else, okay? Oh, God. Let's see. So the uh, the guy who shot the gunman at the Greenwood Mall here in Indiana was a some twenty one tw- no twenty two year old kid who's out uh, in the food court with his girlfriend and he um, pulled out his pistol and shot the gunman. That is amazing. Saved a lot of lives, even though there was too many that should shouldn't have died. Mm-hmm. Nobody should have shouldn't have died. But anyway, <laughs> I was wondering how you guys are doing. Good, thank you, uh, and I'm glad you brought that up, um, because apparently he shot him from quite a range, according really? to the sheriff. Yeah, so yeah, that was great. It's great that he shot him too bad that mm-hmm. the gunman got shots off and killed people. Well, yeah, and a lot of people are using this as an example of like, oh well, see, but people still died, so good guy with a gun doesn't work. Well, the problem with that is that this mall, and Justin, correct me if we're wrong here, but my understanding is that mall was a gun-free zone and that the 22-year-old wasn't supposed to have his gun there either, but because it was like a private place, it just wasn't really like that enforceable. You know, it was like, they have signs that say, don't bring your gun here, but nobody's really like paying attention. But so this guy did. And so that's the other thing that the gun control activist like Shannon Watts was slamming him saying like he illegally brought his gun into the imagine? mall. Like, can you? Yeah, seriously. So maybe if you didn't have big signs everywhere saying no guns allowed, maybe there would have been more. guards patrolling on, on, the halls on, at on, school. On, on, it could become a reality on, for on, students and teachers. Okay, I'm going to play it in a second. So what I was going to say is that maybe if there had not been signs, maybe more people would have had a gun and he would have been stopped sooner or not gone there in the first place at all. Right. So along those lines, I'm going to play this audio. I had to, I have to, when I I search for audio on this Mac now, it uploads audio to the iCloud because I have no memory left. So I have to click it. Redownload it. it. Yes. And then it starts playing. Mm. But listen to this. This is Signs of Hope. Okay. This is Montville, Connecticut. Blue State, Montville, Connecticut. Listen to this news story. By the way, this is Eliza uh, K, our... Our new best friend. Yes. 
armed guards patrolling the halls at school. It could become a reality for students and teachers in Montville. Tonight, the Board of Education debated the plan and plenty of parents made their voices heard as well. Safety is the number one priority in Montville schools and in tonight's Board of Education meeting, board members made that very clear. With six schools in Montville, the district is looking to bring school security to a new level with a total of nine school resource officers from the Montville Police Department. We don't plan on things to happen in Montville, but nobody plans on it to happen anywhere in the United States. Residents, parents, and town council members spoke at Monday's meeting. All who spoke were in favor of increasing security, and so were the board members. We did unanimously support armed uh, security guards. The Board of Education also authorized the superintendent to have these discussions with the goal of having something in place by early fall. Chairman Pike says this is only the beginning. We've just given permission to the superintendent to move forward on these issues to get into discussions. I'll work with the council chairman uh, in terms of funding. And funding is one obstacle as Board of Education's don't generate revenue. Safety has always been my priority. Uh, education second and budget third. So the key is we got to get the money and I feel very comfortable that the town will support this cause. Chairman Pike says he'll be working with the superintendent and the town council to make sure your kids are safe at school. Of course, hopefully somebody will make it clear to the guard that if there's a shooter shooting children, that yes, his of course, job that's the idea. is to Bro, can shoot you, that. Can you imagine, listen, here's a little, mm -hmm. this is both the town councilor and the parents. Okay. All the schools need to have their own SRO. We have to arm our security officers in the schools in order to prevent the problem that we've seen across the country. The people in Uvalde didn't think it was going to happen. The people in Parkland didn't think it was going to happen. You have my word as a town councilor. I will propose and agree to any cost to help protect your children. Holy hell! Can you imagine that much sanity in the Northeast in New England? That's wild. It's, it's incredible. crazy. It, it's, it, it's, I was saying today on the air that it's the first time I've done a, 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 a topic where everything about it is good. Everybody's doing yeah. the right thing and saying the right thing. These people are not crazies. These people are not the kind of people who pretend to be arrested. Oh, my goodness. Back to the chat. Well, chat. yeah. And can I just add one thing, sure. too? Because the Uvalde story just obviously gets worse and worse. And I just get more and more annoyed because... I mean, obviously, the whole thing's terrible. I don't even, like, want to talk about it because it's so awful. But um, the thing I keep seeing is, like, that the report discovered there were systemic failures. There weren't systemic failures. That's why I hate the systemic language. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a system that didn't go into the classroom and shoot the shooter. Right. It was a bunch of cowards standing in the hallway that didn't go in there exactly. and shoot the shooter. It's people that do bad stuff, not systems. Absolutely. Tommy N.H. here. It's been a while since I've left a message on the chat chat. Good to talk to you. Home Depot or Lowe's? Home Depot all the way. Absolutely. First of all, their company has better politics. Uh, second of all, I just like them better. Orange is a cooler color. Yeah, I, um, I endorse that as well. I also, full disclosure, worked for them for like Alice, a year. Alice, so. don't let people know. You're, you're traceable. Well, I, I mean, like what? I'm already traceable. It's there's no connection between Home Depot and where I'm from. Hi, Tom Alice. Um, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! My former friend, the rat, <laughs> Jason. Nice. Stop it. Hi, Tom and Alice. Um, with Chris Pratt turning down the role to uh, Indiana Jones, mm -hmm. and Tom starting a Awaken One Eighty, 
I was just wondering if there could be something in the mix here. Maybe we'll be seeing Tom on the big screen soon. Dr. Jones, give me the book. Books is dumb. <laughs> MFR, give it to me. Why are you calling me an MFR? That's not nice. <laughs> Roll credits. I like this. You know, you he, do look he good seems, in a hat. He seems to have this newfound exuberance since unsubscribing to me today. Huh. Wow. That is my hope. I don't want to die. Philip Baker Hall, John C. Riley, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Samuel L. Jackson. What the hell is this? Hard eight. Oh, hard. <laughs> All right. Hey there, uh, Bill from Accounting. Uh, just letting you know it's Taco Tuesday. Boy, how do you love these days? Okay, bye. Bill from Accounting. Do not Taco Tuesday. Nice. I do like Taco Tuesday. We're not having it today, though. Oh, it is Tuesday. I forgot. Hi, Tom. Hi, Alice. It's Phil and Julie from Attleboro. Oh. We thought it was very rude of Tom to cut off Alice in the middle of providing the listeners with helpful summer travel tips to the beach. We've taken it upon ourselves to finish that list. Oh, bastard. Keep in mind, these suggestions are environmentally friendly for a couple going to the beach. One, when traveling to the beach, avoid all transportation that requires fossil fuels. (laughs) Consider taking a bicycle built for two. The man can steer and the woman can ask for directions. Ooh. (laughs) Hitchhiking can be fun. If the female shows a little skin... Rides will surely come quickly. How about renting a rickshaw? Each person can take a turn riding or pulling. Is that not cultural appropriation? Uh, yeah, I think so. He's already hit sexism so far, cultural <laughs> appropriation, uh, misogyny already. Two, consider bringing and planting a tree at the beach. <laughs> Photosynthesis provides oxygen for the atmosphere, and it's fun sitting in the shade compared to using an umbrella. He's the step-on. Phil is the step-on husband. I haven't heard Julie yet. Oh, Phil is all over the place, though. <laughs> My goodness. The uh, Julie's called him before. Yeah, well, this is apparently a Phil show right now. Three. Finally, avoid toxic chemicals found in sunblock. We suggest applying mayonnaise or ranch dressing Ooh. to stay safe from those harmful UV rays. Ooh. We believe these helpful tips will make your visit to the beach environmentally friendly and more enjoyable thanks for your time have a good evening you know what and he gave by the way he gave um um who's our friend leslie he gave leslie guff for having leaving a long message his was about six and a half minutes long was that him or was that steve from merrimack oh is that not steve from merrimack oh no that was it was phil of course phil and julie Damn it. Oh, sorry about I that. I thought Steve from that Merrimack was, gave Sorry, Joy. that was friendly fire, Phil. Phil, I'm sorry about that. I meant I meant to ha- cause harm and damage to Steve from Merrimack, but I got you can confused there for a moment. I apologize for everything I've done. <laughs> I blame Jason, uh, who uh, who unsubscribed to me today. It's thrown me for a loop. Sorry about that, my friend. I truly am, and I promise to do better tomorrow, I swear. Thank you so much for listening, as always. Um, you can send us an email if you'd like. That's burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. We might read it on the Phil air. Phil is thoroughly decent, Phil and Julie. Phil and Julie are great people. Yes, not my nemesis from Merrimack. 
Yeah. Also, a uh, big um, like. Have you ever heard of a Fedor Bundy, Alice? Yes. From Merrimack, correct. <laughs> that is <laughs> true. Not, that's not yes, true. it is. Nothing's true. Nothing you say is ever true. Um, <laughs> you can also leave chat chat messages if you want. That's at uh, burnbarrelpodcast.com. Good friend of Steve's, as a matter of fact. BurnBarrelPockets.com. If you want Tom to get you confused with somebody else and send Leslie after you, you can do that at the Shed Shed at BurnBarrelPockets.com. Say la vie. All right, ready? Guys, okay, guys, we're talking guys to find something else to do. Sally Jane! Jesus, Alice. All right, into the mic, dude. Sorry, I'm trying to move away from the mic. Sally James! It's podcast time. Please find something to do to keep everybody entertained. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.